What happens when a room full of expats living in Japan during COVID get together with audio recording equipment? You get a podcast called Bread. This is Bread. Yet this podcast is not about wheat, yeast, bakeries, or other glutinous products. You might be wondering what's with the name then. You can't even listen to Bread. I put a bread to my ear, but it's all muffly and soundless. Well, the answer is... This podcast is called Bread because bread is a staple. And just as people all around the world are intimately familiar with bread, we hope you, too, grow accustomed to our voices, thoughts, hearts, and minds. In this episode, Lau and I discuss prisons, psychology, body language, and etymology. Please be aware that the first, I think, about ten minutes or so, we're talking about super nerd stuff. So if you're not into... Settlers of Catan, Civilization, or this other weird sci-fi game that he likes that I forgot the name of. <laughs> um, skip ahead to the 10-minute timestamp. That being said, it's crusty, flaky, and filling. When it's French, it gets hard fast. It's the greatest thing since it itself was sliced. This is bread. Welcome to bread. Today is Thursday or Thursday. Wednesday? Yeah, I don't keep track unless track I'm too. working. Yeah, I'm working and I'm still doing a bad job oh. keeping track. Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, not even close. <clears throat> okay. Mm. So congratulations on your Catan victory. Thanks. Yeah. How did I win that? I think I, w- I won that because I built a city next to the two materials 2-1. Two no, I think it was a free 2-1. And then because I had two big cities on uh, like one square, every, every time that number got rolled, I got four of that stuff. So it, it was an easy conversion. Mm. I, I think that's the only... The game was nuts too because it was all fives and nines all night. Yeah. All five, six hardly came up. Yeah. And for about half the game, eight didn't come up. And for about 95% of the entire game length, we were out, out of wood. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think playing it on a randomized board is was a good choice because <laughs> you you get these unique situations where like everyone's out 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 of wood, stuff. So. Do you play <clears throat> strategy games often? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What other games do you like? Civ. Oh yeah, on the computer. Yeah. Civ on the computer, like. Uh, and you started on three, right? No, no, no. I started on five. Five. Oh. Then six. Then three, which I didn't like. Then I went back to. Six with both expansions. But what are the strategy games? Oh, um also Rim Rimworld. I never played that one. Unfortunately I play Rimworld. Why is that unfortunate? Because it's more addictive than Civ. What kind of game is it? Uh Colony Survival Management. Huh. <laughs> so yeah, you um, Like Warcraft two or something? Uh, yeah. Like like uh, a ship full of colonists a crash lands on an alien planet right and you have to build a colony so you 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 have to farm you have to build bed, bedrooms and storage places and houses are the resources on the planet the same as planet earth is it like no. you can find gold and silver and some are some copper. are not so yeah. there there are some alien materials but it's really cool I've, the, i bet the i bet the mm. mic would pick up your voice better if you moved your hand okay yeah. so uh, the whole point of the game is actually to build a spaceship and then get the hell out of the planet. But I never play it to build a spaceship. I just play it for the <laughs> management uh, stuff. So I've never actually beaten the, the game, but it's cool. It's, it must be a long game then, very involved. I don't know. I've never beat, beat, beaten <laughs> it, so... Yeah. Mm. Sounds like fun. I like I like getting involved in the story, too. Like in Civ... When I play Civilization, I, I try to play... Um, I went through a phase where I was playing on world maps, real world maps. But I think now I just kind of try to play um, the Civilizations as they would be played, like in real life. Oh. You like, know what I mean? You'd play M- Mongolia as a very aggressive expansionist Oh, yeah, I told you about nation. that. Yeah, because yeah. I built my first city as mongolia and then i was like wait they're not supposed to have cities <laughs> yeah and then so i just had one and i pretended it was like 
just an area where they keep all their loot. Right. And then I didn't build anything. I just built like warriors and stuff. And I was like, wait, I have to learn how to make horse archers and horsemen. Right. But you have to build a city next to a so horse. More science. Well, yeah, but you also you have to get a build a city, uh, next, build a city to horse, next to a yeah. horse to get horses. Well, but that's not how it worked for them. They didn't have cities until they started stealing. <laughs> well, well, you know, so you were playing on the on the on the true start, right? So you started as as Mongolia on a map of Earth where Mongolia would be, right? Not that time. Oh, okay. but they still try to the AI tries to set you up with the kind of resources and geography that you would normally have. So it was a plains or a steppe. Yeah, because the steppe would have horses. Right. Mm, yeah, they get they we had horses and iron and stuff. It was good. Hmm. It was good. I just you, you got to build science and shit. You got to build science. Yeah. The game is limited like, you know, in that in that respect. Hmm. It's just it just kind of assuming that every every civilization kind of grows up the same way. Um, yeah. Which it would it would be a very unbalanced game if it was like the way it is in real life. You know, could you imagine like you just or very detailed at least. Take the Mongolians for example, mm -hmm. like you'll how would you have it like they wouldn't be able to build cities, so what would you do? You would just have to raid. There would have to be a whole system for raiding other cities. Well, not every and stealing technologies from them and nation stuff. Nation in real life, I guess, is capable of winning a civ victory. So in that sense, it, it is unfair. Like, look at like Kazakhstan. If if it was a civ, what 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 the hell is Kazakhstan gonna do? Well, I don't know enough about Kazakhstan, right. but like, it the whole the whole fun of it for me is mm. alternate history. So oh, Kazakhstan was okay. in Mongolia, right? In the Mongolian Empire? Uh, yeah. And then they were part of the so. Golden Horde, I think. I think so. Right? So, like, you could just be like, oh, what if it happened this way? Oh, but, alternative <clears throat> history. I see. But then, as, like, the player who knows everything about history or whatever, mm. you could be like, oh, so the Arabs down south have gunpowder. Right. So let me go attack them, steal their secrets, and then use their guns on the Europeans or something. Like, you know what I mean? Then oh. long live Kazakhstan. Right, right. Okay. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> That's okay. what I want. That's what I really want to do with that game, yeah. Or like the Mongolians, like, sh like um, properly invade the, island, the islands of Japan or something. And, you know, Ogadai Khan. Mm. Or, you know, anything. That's what, I, that's, that's, uh, that that's, sounds so fun, right? That's what. That's what I would want to do. Tickles your fancy. Yes. Mm. Yes. Wait. So, which 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 nation have you had the most fun playing as? I think you said the Arabs or the. The Arabians are Incans? fun. Rashid, Al Rashid. Yeah. Because you can do a lot of trading, mm. with them, and then I think the Incans had get got you some kind of gold bonus. I don't remember. Rome is like kind of basic. I don't know, but when you build a city, when you build a thing in your city, a building. Mm. A thing is a building. Yes. Right. When you build a building in your capital city of Rome, mm. then you can build it faster in another city. Yes, that's their unique bonus, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then Rome would be best for a for an expansionist style of gameplay, where you build as many cities as possible to take advantage of your unique bonus. Mm. Mm. There's actually a strategy in Civ, I think it's called... like wide or tall so i think tall tall and sprawl i heard about that so i think it's uh sieves which are suited to a lot of a lot of cities but none of them are sh strong or unique per, per se versus sieves which are best suited for a small number of cities but they're all well developed so I think each sieve has... I think they're either tall or wide. I remember that Gandhi's civilization of India should be tall. Which sounds strange to me because there are so many cities in India. Right. Right? It should be big. Right. And right. then and then Japan, by contrast, is not important either way for them. Yeah, 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 they yeah. focus on medieval. But really, there's Tokyo. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? And Tokyo is a very unique gigantic like mega megatropolis yeah 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 wow 
I think I focus more on the military for them. I think, think in the game. Red on the guy that for Japan it doesn't really matter whether you go wide or tall. Yeah, it feels that way, right? Mm. But India, yeah, you would go, I guess, t- tall. Mm-hmm. Very few c- cities, but very well developed ones. Yeah. Mm. I don't know where they got that idea. Like, why? Because the unique ability for Gandhi is like, you get half of the normal unhappiness rate for um, the amount for for the amount of citizens in your city, so you can have them become very big in terms of size. Oh right! But then you get double, I think, the, the amount, amount of war where, of unhappiness. Oh, unhappiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from from the what? amount of cities. Oh. So the more cities you have, the more people are gonna re- re- rebel. So no wonder that it encourages a tall style of play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because each citizen. While playing as uh, normal, not as uh, anyone other than Gandhi would add one on happiness, right? Mm. But in Gandhi, I guess it adds zero point five. Do you think? Do you think neat freaks or control freaks really like this kind of game a lot? Like people who like to put everything in order and make sure it stays That's there. That's why I play it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I, I actually I think it's only for neat freaks or control freaks because I don't think and anyone else would enjoy micro managing something to this level mm. so i can speak personally because i i think I, I am one so it's really fun for me yeah what about so so as someone who's really interested in psychology what mm. do you think that says about people like us especially now that i think it seems like there are more people like that right these days it feels like there are more people who like to just nerd out and micromanage so that also might say something about society and how it's changing Hmm. Um, intrigues. Well, it's actually rather grim. So, I th- I th- I think people who have no control over their own life, they search to gain control in other places, such as video games. Speaking for me, at 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 least. So that's one aspect of neat freaks. Mm. If I liked those games, couldn't it just be because I once didn't feel like I had control and then I just kind of got addicted to that style of gameplay? Like, couldn't it just be part of a deep-seated part of my personality now, but it's not really a problem anymore? Does it need to be grim, necessarily? You know, grim is such a... Grim is a big... Yeah, grim is... Well, yeah... I don't know how I feel about that judgment about it. I don't know, but mm. I, I, I I think that's the main as- aspect. Because yeah. Civ is like this game where you just slowly, over a long period of time, you like, ha, 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 you like plan all these different things and you like mm. know how you're going to win. It's kind of like a diabolical evil genius game. <laughs> like, could you imagine being like that in real life? We're just plotting against all these other people, you know, to like, take over the world well it's crazy it's crazy. you can't mm. and the game is designed as such that you can't have real relationships with the ai and you're disinclined i think to have real relationships with real people with whom you're um competing right there's no reason to just be friends with someone like because you're yeah, no, you no. can see how their culture is similar to yours there's always the some o- kind of... Uh, the only reason you're friends with someone in a Civ game is if they can provide you something that you, which you don't have. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I see what, what you mean. And that's also unrealistic about reality. I feel like pe- like different cultures kind of mix sometimes, but that gets lost in the shuffle. That's not the important part about history that anybody cares about writing. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't, I'm not that deep into history, but mm. it's got to be true. Like... Hmm? Different like that. Different kinds of cultures and civs just right. just trade with each other because there's no reason not to, and they're happy. Like neighbor, well, you know, groups. I I think with every re- re- relationship, there's always like so- something to gain and something to lose. Mm. That 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 happens with every single me- metaphorical transaction, so to speak. So I don't know. It, it would. 
it would be cool if we could yeah just all be friends for no reason yeah yeah or like the mongols like do a trade and raid into china mm. and like sometimes they trade and sometimes they raid you know but that's that's not really what i'm trying to think of i guess i don't know enough about history to think of a good example but what about what about christianity in medieval europe mm-hmm. like everyone's just kind of well they also hated each other right <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess they hated each other too <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was mm, thinking be- because I guess I, I had a very ig- ig- uh, ignorant point of view before on the Middle East because if they all follow the same religion, Islam, right? How the hell can they be at conflict with, e- with each other? But then I realized there's more to Islam, like the different sects, and then they each country also has a history, and it's not just one race in the Mid- Middle East, it's the Arabs and the Persians and the other guys. Yeah. So it's not so simple as I once imagined it to be, and and it's the same way in Europe too, as as far as I I know. Yeah. Even though I I would have liked it to be simple. Yeah. I guess as an American, I kind of just look at Europe and I think white people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's all kind of the same <laughs> shit, but it's not. And no, 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 no way. Yeah. No bloody way. Tell me about it as as a continental and a continental European, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roma- as a Romanian uh, Brit. As a as a Romanian Brit. Um, hmm. Well, for starters, there's a lot of bias against Im- immigrants in the UK, Eastern European ones, uh, in Indians, um, and all other. There's a lot of biases. Against uh, uh, against them. Indians give you guys curry, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> maybe no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe, maybe not Indians, not uh, assimilated ones, but the uh, unassimilated ones slash, uh, and also Pakistani pe- people. They are not so viewed. Not they're not so friendly viewed as outside of London. As mm-hmm. far as I know, mm-hmm. in London it's very foreigner friend friendly, mm-hmm. but outside, it sounds like Tokyo and and wider Japan. To it's sense. the same thing, uh-huh. and, and and I think that's a f- phenomenon that we would observe like everywhere. A place with a lot of foreigners, it's more o- open minded and more tolerant towards them. Whereas a place which hasn't seen many foreigners, it's less tolerant. I think that's a universal truth. Did you have a hard time when you first moved to London? What was the town? Uh, you said some stadium. Wembley. Wembley. Yeah. Uh, no, I went probably because I was small. I picked up English like this, right? So, with no, with virtually no effort. So. And yeah, since I was at an international school where eighty percent of the people were uh, of a foreign back background. I felt no different. That's really nice. Yeah. Where were they from? Mostly Somalia. Yeah. Mm. So, and uh, some Indians, some Pakistani people, and a lot of some a lot of Ir- uh, Iraqian people too. Yeah. Have you been back to Romania often? I go well. I before I came here, I I used to go back every year with my family to see relatives. Mm. What's it like? It's the life there seems more chill, more slow paced. Are they in a city? You mean or in uh, the countryside? Like, uh, countryside, uh-huh. definitely the countryside. Yeah, so my relatives in the countryside so it's fun to when when whenever i go there i take a step back and unwind what's it like though it's um well there's fresh air and you can actually you, you can actually see the stars at night there's no light pollution i love that it's cool and it's like fresh spring 
water from underground wells. Oh my god. Yeah. At the on the but, property. Yes, but they have they have in, in internet too, so that's still <laughs> right on. Yeah. So. What do they do? Are they farmers or something? Yeah. F- well, well, really, they do farming on the side, so they maintain a large garden, but they mostly work for the uh, local governments. Yeah. Uh, part of them, my uncle and my auntie. I'm picturing like I know it's like a little biased, but I'm picturing the mm. that Steam game, Papers Please. Mm. From like USSR, where you you're you're like mm. the yeah, you're the you're stamping check the, check check, check yeah. guy. And then you just <laughs> we work for this dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was more. I think that was during com, com communist times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so much now. Jeez, that's a long time ago already. It's like 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, I can only speak from what I've heard because I have never actually lived during communist times. But, yeah. What have you heard? Did they ever talk about it? Yeah. So, there was the secrets. In Romania, at least, there was the secrets. A police, right? Where if you said something about the state, you didn't know which person, but there was always someone in the background that would overhear you, and then they would report you to the governments. And then men in black suits would show up at your door and just take you away for questioning. Questioning, which you would probably never come back from. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, real paranoia shit. I'm sure they knew people who disappeared. One did, yeah. Really? Yeah. But luckily he came back. Do you know the story? No, just that he got taken away, but then he came back. It, like, really fucked up shit. And, at, like, um, uh, this is, like, a social, social, sociology point, but they favored... They didn't favor skills so much, but they favored power. So let, let's say at arts com- competitions now, you would usually think the most logical points of view would be that the m- most skilled artist wins the top prize, right? But then, if you drew a shitty picture of the Romanian dictator, right? And then uh, and then underneath you caption it as our beloved dictator, you would get the first prize against some guy who drew something compared to the Mona Lisa. Wow. The, the guy who drew the shitty stickman of their beloved dictator that got the first prize. So that also happened. That also happened. And the, the judges, they couldn't choose the obvious Mona Lisa-like work over the stickman because they were people were breathing down there next to they didn't want to disappear. Right. So uh, there was a constant paranoia slash pressure. What's interesting is that the West kind of values this individual freedom, right? And and yeah. it's interesting because I, I do too, but of course you do compared to some shit like that. Yeah. But then when you think about like individual freedoms in a general sense, like compared to what else is it is is that level that Americans at least value compared to what else is that really the best situation? Um, take for example, like the amount of freedom that people want to have on social media. Mm. Um, I'm just playing with the idea. Right. But I saw this Chinese guy on a Ted talk and I fucking hated him, but he at least made me think for a minute, but his whole point was like, who's to say that the Chinese system isn't is is worse? It's just different. It's not what you guys are used to with your liberal values. We we spy on people, but our society works. That kind of attitude, and <laughs> and I think it's bo- I don't like it. I disagree with him, so but but I. the question was more interesting than the answer. The conclusion I made, I came to. Hmm. Because I, I think a, 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 at a certain level, if, if the Chinese government wasn't, if you could trust them to take care of, of things in a responsible way and not persecute the Uyghurs and not like put 
cement all over the islands and make fake islands and then and then be in the South China Sea where, and like bully the Filipino yeah you know and the, Vietnamese nine, fishermen we have the nine dash line yeah what's that I think it's the nine it's called the nine dash line what's um, that again the where they try to make fake islands to claim as much space as possible I think it's nine dash some some something why is it called that I don't know I think it because it has nine dashes on the map oh <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I think it's very rude and disrespectful for everybody else in that community it's blatant in like imper- imperialism imperialism yeah. yeah and then what that was like Mao's biggest problem with the United States was being imperialistic they're doing the same fucking shit yep garbage and then with the tibetans and everything oh boy yeah. india they could like really be a world leader like the way they're like trying to pull back on pollution and stuff and well also you you, you should think about like the chinese ted talk guy he said did so he said our system is not worse or better it's just different right mm-hmm. that's what he said well i will be um Living in the West, I actually have no access, or maybe I just haven't searched to Chinese news. So I have no idea how it, it, it is there. If I knew how day, daily life was there, then I could compare the effects of the two systems. Daily life? Yeah, so um, their daily life as a, resort, as a result of their overarching system, which they spy on everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So if that has an effect on their day on their day daily life maybe i can make a ju- uh, judgment but so i think that's i simply don't have the data right well i think that's what bothered me so much about mm. about made me think so much because at the at the end of the day it is just a fundament that question is just a fundamental question about whether it would it's yeah. wrong to spy on people like if your society works it do, their society does not work in other ways too mm. that's my problem but you yeah like I would just always feel like I would have to look over my shoulder and stuff. There was like books, bookstores that like closed down, in and Hong like Kong you know, yeah. and and the way they're treating Hong Kong, I just unforgivable, well, unforgivable in my opinion. I think they're spying on people, but they're just being blatant about it. I think we're we're being spied on too in the West, but not as blatantly. Hmm. There are also, well, right, because of the Patriot Act in, in America. Mm. Um, if you're not familiar with that, it's that um, George W. Bush signed a um, Patriot Act after 9 11 mm. that lets them um, tap into things and, and obstruct yeah. privacy concerns like Fourth Amendment, stuff like that, the... and, and get into your library shit just like in case you're a terrorist. But there's no real definition of what a terrorist is. The ironically named. Patriots Act. Right, that one. Yeah. Okay. Ever since then, ever since then, uh, and that happened right as technology like that was emerging. Mm. Very unfortunate. Yeah. I actually don't know what's going on in Hong Kong. I think it's over, dude. I think they like arrested everybody and they just, I don't know, I haven't heard about it in a while. Oh, that I That Josh guy or whatever? Is that, I mean, if it belongs to to them, I, I, I think they should get it back. I think the I think England should fucking nut up, put put their put their sack on the table and be like, "Hey guys, guys, you violated you violated the treaty. You said that they would be in a semi-autonomous zone, yeah, until what is it, twenty fifty, I believe. Mm. They're still drinking our tea, their own tea, actually, at this point. But uh, they're uh, asking yeah. for our favors, asking yeah. for our governance and all that, you know, our aid, and we shall assist. Well, well I don't know, English." If they do interfere, I think it's none, none of their business. It's interesting, right? Because like the the the, mm. the roles have kind of reversed. The way they got Hong Kong was like the most like horrible, disgusting human behavior. Yep. You and got now an entire the co- country of people addicted to opium. Yep. And then like rape the whole country and steal, force them to trade and shit, and then like make colonies is fucking horrible. And Chinese are like. For the longest time, we're like the only proud civilization who made all the, first of all, the gunpowder that the Europeans refined, <laughs> you know, hmm. and then the Europeans come in and fucking do all that to them. And that's horrible. But now, like 
20th century was not kind to the average Chinese peasant. <laughs> and like, huh. you know, it's it's Britain, yo, y'all gave back your colonies. You were the first ones to do it, weren't you? I think Britain was like the first one to give, give, give all the colonies back. I'm not sure. I don't but, know. Somebody said that to me. Yeah. I don't know if they were just a proud British person or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's obviously you can be chauvinistic too, and that's... that's oh, yes. A one can be chauvin, you know, chauvinistic. Yeah. But like, they're, they're kind of very liberal country right now, and it, it sucks that, that, that now their roles are reversed, and the British are on the right side of things now, and, and they can't do anything about it. They have been offering um, Hong Kong refugees... British citizenship if they expatriate or expatriate I think I'm not sure I've just seen a BBC News article so do you often read BBC out here in Japan uh, sorry do you often read um, or listen to BBC News out here in Japan I just browse the the homepage like every morning Mm. yeah and also the Guardian the Guardian Mm. are they different both are heavily biased. In what direction? Uh, yeah. Left, far right, left leaning. Far right, left leaning? What yes. does that mean? So they, well, they lean, their articles slash opinion pieces, they lean on the far left. But sometimes the, the Guardian has a gem, which sounds new, new, uh, neutral. But it's mostly on the on the far left. I know what you mean. Mm. I feel like the New York Times for me mm. is very reputable, but their opinion pieces are very left, and I don't mind that because they call them opinion pieces, so that's okay. Right. The problem is that every once in a while you'll see it framed a certain way, where you're like, "Bro, don't use that word." That's yes. Like that's sneaky. The framing, like the, the title. The title, or just something in the article, and yep. you're like, "Come on, that's not that's not yeah. fair." I, I know it's like hard to be like rise above all the garbage on TV but it's the New York Times come on like I was I have it on audible like I get I listen to I used to listen to it every day on my bike ride oh the, and by the way the narration is garbage <laughs> like the guy sounds like a robot but the the articles are are you still get really interesting news hmm and a lot of the time, it is just facts. Right. Um, it's it's a step under uh, National Public Radio, which is still super left-leaning. And I hate their left-leaning... Like, their talk shows are, are super annoying with like gender stuff. Kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't have a problem with it. I just don't want to hear it for two hours. Yeah, it's... It's like in my face. Constance. Yeah. But like the fact... At le- like when they <clears throat> do reporting... They at least say the other side. They make minimal effort to be like, the other side is saying this. Oh, this guy's doing that. That's good. And, and you know, they're mm. at least going through the motions, and that's, I think, the least anyone could do, but they're like the only ones I see doing that. The New York Times. I'm sorry, National Public Radio. Oh, so sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. National, yeah, New York Times is okay, too, mm. but they're left. What about uh, what's the other uh, UK publication? Uh, the Independent. I have never seen it. Is that is that most British? mostly because I think if I went on their website once, but they asked me to disable my ad block blocker, so I I never came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ad blockers. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. Like. You used to have to pay for for newspapers and stuff, and then they they they're all failing, and I feel bad about it, but I don't want to pay. I don't I don't have money to pay. Yeah, same. Or like a little bit, but now I've just been not paying for so long. I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. So if they're failing because of money, then where are they getting money from? A valid question, I guess, from other donations. But well, National Public Radio works with donations, I think, and then they get small grants from the government too, mm-hmm. but mostly donation. I see. 
New York Times, I think they probably deliver enough newspapers, maybe. Mm. In person? I don't know. Because I'm thinking shady sponsors. As a possibility. No, it's it's the first time I thought of that, which is surprising, because I'm very skeptical. Because if they get their... If they're failing on money, then it must come from somewhere, because there's there's still a f- uh, float, right? Where is it coming from? And my first, the first point in my mind that came up was that. Th- th- I also don't know if they're all failing or not, but I think the industry is probably not doing as well as it was before, right? Well, an industry that's not doing as well as be- be- before is. <laughs> TV, right? Like that's that that one straight down, you know. With all the new like, we have all the new streaming services that that you can buy, w- that you can subscribe to, nowadays, right? Like Netflix, it just killed t- TV in my uh, opinion. I'm totally okay with that as a writer and someone who appreciates and so fiction I. and things like that. Mm. They do it so much better. I hate those TV <laughs> shows where like at the end of the episode everything's the same as it was before. The characters never grow or change or, you know, hmm. which is fine for Seinfeld, which may be biased because I love that show, but... That's an American show, Seinfeld? Oh, you fucking... <laughs> no, I don't know. Yes, I'll show it to you sometime. Okay, it's really sure, good. Sure, sure. It's very clever. <laughs> it's stupid. It's really good. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, like, that even bothered me as a kid. So, I, I, I know you don't know what Ninja Turtles is, somehow. I've seen, I think, pictures of them, like, with turtles with headbands. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen so, pic, pic, pictures, yeah. I used to dress up as them. I had all the toys and everything else. And as a kid, even, I remember, I watched the show, and I'm like, they're like... So, Shredder, the bad guy, would get in his giant purple module, mm. which had a drill in the front of it, mm. like a, a boring drill. Yeah. And they'd hop into the sidecar and it would close and then he would bore into the center of the earth and get away and leave a tunnel behind them. And the turtles, every time, you're getting away! <laughs> and then the, one of the other ones would say something like, at least we saved the day, you know, let's go resolve this episode. Hmm. Oh, you so know. nothing really changed. They, they never chased him to... down the hole. They never went out to like kill him in the Technodrome well, and just like end end the foot soldiers once and for all. Same for me. I used to be a big fan of Ben 10, if you know. Ben 10. Ben. It was a little after my time. He had like a watch or something? Yeah, like a watch and he would turn into different aliens and stuff. Mm. Writing was bad now that I look back, but as as a kid you don't have sta- you don't have standards. So you have nothing to com- to, 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 to compare it to. So whatever you watch, that's the best shit ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you watch other stuff. And then you think back, oh, maybe that wasn't so good. But I think that was the process behind it. We we had nothing to compare it to. So that's the best thing. It was a similar in Ben 10? Yeah. That's the first thing I really watched. And I thought it was the best. But now I <laughs> watch stuff like Black Mirror. and oh, I love Black Mirror. And then I look, look back and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Mm. Like... You know what was interesting? I rewatched uh, Power Rangers, Japanese import. Oh, okay. And that was on when I was a kid, too. And they actually had continuity. The story changed. Mm. There was a, a, an outside character um, who became the Green Ranger, and he became, like, the top... Like, they added a ranger. Then he became a bad guy. Wow. Then he, be, you know, got brainwashed. And there was all this... These changes that happened. Oh, so it's like Sas- Sasuke from... Naruto. I didn't watch Naruto. Oh, okay, cool. So? But, you know, and then they would, like, ten episodes later, they'd be like, you could still talk about, remember that time you became a bad guy? Like, there's continuity. Mm. Oh, okay. There was continuity in Ben 10, too. Yeah, to some extent, there there was continuity in Ben 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is continuity... I mean, I... I I've I've only heard bits and pieces of this show, but uh, something like Twilight Zone or something. I think Twilight it was, Zone, Black Mirror. Uh, Twilight Zone was I think a one-off episode 
which had no relations to its pre previous ones. But it was still cool. I ha I haven't watched it. It's just from what I've heard. It's one of my favorite shows. Oh right. I so. used to watch the marathons on New Year's Eve. They <laughs> had them on TV. Yeah. So I think maybe continuity is not so necessary if the writing is great. Well, and then the twilight. I think the reason Twilight mm -hmm. Zone and Black Mirror are are not they don't bother me is because the, you don't see the characters again. You don't see them living the same fucking life every 30 minutes, every once a week. Ah, right. It's right. bullshit. Like, like it's, oh. it's a short story. Oh. You say hello to the characters and you say goodbye at the end of the episode. Right. Mm. And it's among the best writing. Like, like, I don't know. Do you like Black Mirror? I love Black Mirror. It's amazing, right? I absolutely love it. But I, 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 I have yet to watch the, uh, 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 the other one. What? Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah, I have yet to watch that. It's a good show. Mm. You have to kind of um, <clears throat> make, like allow for the cheesy acting sometimes, you know, compared to how we, what we expect nowadays. Right. But, and, and the writing sometimes, it's like you can feel the writer coming through the dialogue like uh, speaking on a soapbox and it's yeah, a little uncomfortable yeah, yeah. sometimes um but it was in the early days wow you know you could feel him being like an intellectual and being like we're gonna explore this idea today right and and sometimes he does rod certainly does intros where he's holding a cigarette at the beginning of the episode and he's like you've just crossed into the fifth dimension dimension of sight of sound of the mind. Wow. We've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Oh. But like he'll he'll like be like you know today we're gonna talk about what if people were like this or like that mob mentality man. But then afterwards the the characters keep you know being really obvious caricatures of of the theme. Oh, so it's um it's um it's a really smart show then. I think so. Okay, great. Then I'll. Give it a watch. Oh yeah, we can make. You know, we'll have inside jokes too. Uh, there was time now. Oh sorry. I'll wait till you can. I'll tell wait till you watch okay. it. Sure, sure, sure. Black Mirror, that one, and then Star Trek. I think are my three favorite clever shows. <clears throat> Next generation Star Trek. What's your favorite Black Mirror? Good question. Um, wow, it would have to be either the. I. I it would have to be the one where they use um, numbers as social ratings. The one with the uh, with the chick from Jurassic Park. She was from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. The main character was from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The. Hey, where's Ruben? We need him to look this up. Redhead one. The well, main, the main, the protagonist. Yeah, she was from. Jurassic Which character Park. was she? Was she the 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 little girl? No, the one where so like oh not the Jurassic Park from nineteen ninety two oh no the okay sorry oh, sorry sorry the, the <laughs> uh, newer ones okay okay I don't know I didn't pay attention to anyone so either that episode. except for Chris Pratt he's dreamy I don't know Chris Pratt I I think he's from like he's um popular superhero movies or something uh, you're lying you know who he is. You're being I, too cool for you're I've, being too cool for school. I've probably watched him before, but I didn't know his name. Chris Pratt. If yeah. you show me he's a from, picture of him, I can okay. recognize. He's from Parks and Recreation. He's really funny. No, I haven't. He's so funny. Mm. Anyway, so that or the one where the one where they um they're in a box and they have to cycle to get these points and then they get food. The yeah, one how about that speech at the end? The one with the black guy. Mm. Yeah, that speech at the. Yes, that speech at the end was cool. So those are my top two ones. But I haven't watched a lot of Black Mirror, though. My phone? No. My watch is going off. It's a very bad thing to happen in the middle of a podcast. Saw this, now. So you watched the first season, right? Those are like the first two episodes. First seasons and second season, and then I think half of the third. The, the most confusing one was where the lady woke up and then if so you've watched every single episode 
at least once. I, I might not remember clearly everything, but the most confusing one, which I still I yet have to figure out, is um, white bear or something, where a lady wakes up in a chair and then everyone is hunting her, but turns out it was just a show, and then at the end, she's on a stage and then she's crying and then everyone is throwing like rotten tomatoes at her kind of remember then that. it all starts again and she's back so, so the, then at the end of the episode then she's back in the same room and she re- is continuously reliving it i have yet to figure it out i don't know i don't actually don't remember that very clearly maybe we can pull up a picture here if sure, you go to sure. chrome uh, there was one I really liked. Um, it wasn't the biggest mindfuck, but I really like for the cinematography. I really liked the one with the the robot dogs. I haven't watched the that. black and white. I think it was black and white, and there was a lady getting chased by robot dogs all over the place. White bear. Yeah. Yo, why don't I remember this? So this lady, she wakes up, and then everyone's chasing her with guns and then no one speaks to her i that watched every episode i don't know why i don't remember this then at the end she's she's brought in like this and shamed in front of everyone then it restarts <gasps> okay let's watch this tonight <laughs> i'm gonna okay. watch this tonight yeah okay. white bear mm. maybe we can do a white bear analysis episode or something <laughs> that's hard yeah Oh, and then there was a Star Trek episode. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucked up. Where the guy collects DNA samples. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the lollipop. I always remember like weird little shit like that. That that was traumatizing, right? The lollipop. Actually, that was in the fridge. Very. I don't remember. Wasn't that at that episode? It was that episode, right? Pr- probably. I don't remember. It like very they were well. talking to somebody outside of the of the. Um, DNA sample world and they were like you have to stop the cloning and he had a yes. lollipop sample from somebody in his fridge and somebody broke into his room his apartment mm, yeah yeah mm. I just always picture that fucking lollipop the cinematography even in that second episode Which with one? the social the social rating I don't know if it's yeah. whatever whenever it was let me see if I can put I it remember on. that that all the color choices was all pastels and yeah very even clever even at the a wedding too. Yeah, the wedding and and everything matched. Her hair matched. They really hired very talented artists. Oh, the second episode is I think the guy. Oh, okay. The gym one with the bicycle. Okay. Third maybe. Uh, suggested searches, pig. <laughs> no, third is. Yeah, this is. It's it's called no, well nosedive. It, this is the, the the chick from Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah, with the thing. Oh, and here she's social at, score. Here she's at the wedding. The wedding. <laughs> Damn. That was so punk rock, by the way. <laughs> it's really nice that they had a an episode kind of like a, with more like a female character and the theme was like not her trying to be a crazy warrior bitch it's just like a female like with a theme of a wedding but it's also yeah, I that. you know like was it the hunger games mm-hmm. everyone was super happy that there was a female protagonist that shot arrows and was badass but um i don't know it, it didn't seem particularly feminist to me it was just like a like a human who had a bow and arrow hmm. it was yeah, yeah maybe yeah. i'm not explaining what i mean no i think it, i i think you make perfect sense i i hate the way when um if like fem- female characters are are used just because they're female and 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 then it, it adds nothing to to the story except the, the fact the fact that they're female like or I hate that with anything. Like, 
if, even if they're a man, if they're black, if they're white, yeah. just because of the fact that they are that characteristic. If it's obvious that that's what they're yes, doing and that's I why, that. it's the same as, as the writer in Twilight Zone showing his bad writing skills through his characters. It takes you out of the movie. Yeah, and it just sets a bad mood. Yeah. Bad pres- precedence. Yeah. Um, that, that there was one of those... I'm not a huge fan of the new hmm? Star Wars movies, but there was the one... Have you seen them? I haven't seen Star Wars. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Where do we start with you, man? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it was this one where there was a there was a lady admiral, and she, like, talks down to this badass pilot who's mm-hmm. also kind of retarded. He's stupid. He's really stupid. Um, mm. But he's really cool. And she's, like, constantly putting him in his place. And it's just such a obvious, annoying role reversal, like, if it was a man doing that, everyone would be pissed. Yeah. But it's a woman, so it's a nice role reversal. Which I don't, it, you know, in and of itself is whatever. But you feel like you're not watching Star Wars. You feel like you're not. You feel like you're, you're watching, watching a some, social commentary. Fake. And it is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I don't come here <laughs> to learn about social commentary. In I don't know, you haven't seen that, but you know that line, right? At least it's the first line of Star Wars a long time ago yeah, in, a in a galaxy, galaxy far, far, far away, away I recognize at, at least that yeah. yeah and like yeah. you can't and then she dies nobly with her ship and everything and you're like ah oh. and yeah. I don't even care and, and not only that but like, like the character writing is lazy I don't feel like I know her or care about her she's just friends with Princess Leia but who's a character who's established already right and then they're like oh ho, ho, we know each other we're old friends it's... I don't give a shit Right, right, right. It's just there for the sake of the fact that, oh, look, it's us. We are being progressive and like, right. Yeah. Conversely, um, you know, my first reaction to seeing Finn being black bothered me. Finn. Finn is a character who he's a clone, and yeah. the clones are supposed to look kind of brownish, mm-hmm. like they're brown. Like I don't know if they're, I don't know. They look. The guy looks Polynesian or something, Finn? but yeah. Black Butler. Finn no, Wolf, that's not. Just type Finn. It should be fine. Yeah. Nope. What? Star Wars? That's the kid from Stranger Things. Is his name Finn? I don't know. He looks weird. This this guy? Yeah, that's him. But, uh, you know, once you watch the... Sh- like, that was in the in the preview. Mm. But then once you watch it, it's like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Like, mm. they explain it, and then... <clears throat> whatever. It, it They didn't... They didn't make it matter... That that he was black, it was just a. You know what I mean. I. I so do. it didn't bother me. Okay. Okay. It didn't stick out. It was right, like right, when right. you saw the, when I saw the preview though I was like, what are you guys doing? Right. He's right, a right. clone, but no. So. I don't. I actually don't remember what the explanation was. Can we? Yeah, sure. Why well, is why Finn is, black? Why is Finn black? <laughs> why, is. Finn. Black. Oh wait, not images. Not images. <laughs> Finn. Was Abrams, the character of Finn was not written to be black. He was simply written as a character. FN two one eight seven. During the casting process, they wound up falling in love with John Boyega okay. and cast him in a role. It had nothing to do with his race. Fair enough. But did they change it? Wait, did they explain? Oh, in the story. Because he's supposed there's the stormtroopers are supposed to be clones. They're supp- they're all in the story. They're all clones of one guy, so they should all look like him. But so they should have used the same actor, <laughs> or like a you know, I guess if you're not going to use the same actor or a computer simulated image of him, then you can just. But they used computer images of other of other actors that died. I think. Uh, Captain, whatever the fuck his name is, Captain something. He's a bad guy mm-hmm. on the Death Star, and they they computerized him. I don't know. It's not cool that that they can do, huh? but yeah. Anyway, it they, because they didn't make a big deal out of it, mm. so I just kind of forgot about it. And the acting was good, and and the script was fine. It didn't bother me. Right, but yeah, I yeah I totally agree with you. I just hate this agenda propaganda stuff when it's there just for the reason of being there and when it does not add anything mm. yeah can you keep your 
political ideas out of a fiction piece. Right. Yeah. As long as they're the ones that I do not uh, agree with. (laughs) 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 So. I don't know. I feel like I would roll my eyes at anything. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's easy to say that, but Mm -hmm. now I'm thinking about it. Would I care? I like the stuff that makes me think, but I don't like the stuff that's blatant, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which has no effort. Yeah, there was very little effort in... in, in Killing off a character and making her very brave, and I didn't. They didn't develop her properly. <clears throat> it was paper thin. It, I I like stuff to decode. Mm. There might be some interesting stuff to decode in the episode four and five of Star Star Wars. So it, so it goes one two three, then the prequels. Well, the prequels are one two three. Oh, and then the the four five six one. are the ones that came out in the seventies oh, and eighties. Okay. Okay. It was four, five, six, and then they did one, two, three, and then they did seven, eight, nine. They've done a seven, eight, nine. Yeah, those are the Disney ones. Okay. Which people seem to like. I don't particularly care for them. I think that I'm kind of a snob is about it, it. Like it ends, it, it ends at six for me. Is it mainstream stuff? Sure. Okay, then keep me out of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but four, four and five, I think are uh, can be seen as intellectual pursuits. I think you should check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A four and five, yes. Four and five, maybe six as well. Like you know, Joe Campbell. No. Joseph Campbell. Mm. Um, he was a he was a mythology guy. He, who's the guy who's friends with Freud, but he was more into mythology. Otto Rank. No, I don't know Hans. No, no, I can't remember. Jung, Carl Jung, were they friends or just? Oh, um, Carl, Carl Jung, yes, Carl Jung, Jung yes. Yeah, yeah. So Joseph, they were very close. Okay, Joseph Campbell and Carl Jung are kind of like I think he was inspired oh, by him or something. That sounds. Good. Or they knew each other or some shit. I don't know. He, he um he wrote the hero's journey, which like shows about um, um, like kind of he looks at mythology all across history and time and, and religion and stuff and kind of makes these, um. archetypal stuff yes Yes. archetypal stuff exactly so the hero always faces a conflict he loses a a part of himself but then he gains something that's one archetype that's one way of of one Mm. type yeah he's got these uh, interviews uh, the series of like 13 or 14 hour long interviews that were done by public broadcasting in America Um, those are amazing amazing they're from like late 80s yeah Um, and he wrote he wrote a, a couple of books that I've like kind of flipped through and highlighted things but never read like cover to cover but I've listened to his interviews like a million times anyway the, I bring him up because he was I think helpful for uh, writing Star Wars episodes 4, 5, and 6 wow so and, he's contributed to Star Wars uh, yeah I don't remember exactly how he con- contributed I know that the writer and him had talked a bunch George Lucas George Lucas mm-hmm. and then um, they like the interviews were taking place at Skywalker Ranch which is associated I think with George Lucas okay Skywalker is the protagonist from Star Wars Anakin Skywalker right that's the last name yeah okay yeah Yeah, I have yet to watch Star Star Wars, but it's on my to-do list. At least episode four. And five. Sure. You could cut out six, honestly. Okay. So four, five. Okay. If you want, if you really want to watch six, watch six. But if you're trying to avoid mainstream stuff, it's like it's not super important. I think you can after you finish five, you can kind of infer what happens in six. Mm. Or you know. <clears throat> watch it while you do something else <laughs> you know what i mean why why do you you seem like you actively avoid popular culture yeah uh that's um that's ironic because one of my favorite anime series of all time is evangelion and that's popular culture right but most of this stuff is very dry like I, I've watched the last two Avengers 
movies because my I went with my relatives but I almost fell asleep so that's probably because I didn't watch the last ones too but still there was nothing there for for me it was very bo bo uh, boring so I don't think mainstream stuff is for me but that being said I'm not an extremist to this regards everything mainstream by virtue of it being mainstream no no no, no. so like I like the Joker the, re the recent one it was great wasn't it yeah right by the way there's a concert there's a full orchestral <clears throat> concert that's doing the Joker con uh, 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 soundtrack in Tokyo. When? Let's go. Uh, I took. I have a picture of it on my phone. I took a picture of the ad. Wow. Okay. Wow. Remind me after this. Okay. I would be interested. But yeah, just most, not all, mainstream stuff for me is not not for me. I know how you feel. Hmm. kind of reminds you of like brainless people or something yep but it also feels good to relate to others you know like I've That's... in the past I've watched movies and seen shows just so I could talk to people like you get alienated after a while that's one of the struggles of yeah but that's you know that's for me that's enough reason sometimes hmm. you know Unless you could find better, like, just enough people who like actual good shit. If you're, <laughs> if you're lucky, yeah. But, mm. Travelers are a nice bunch, though, right? Like, I feel really, like, at, the, at this place we're staying at right now, mm -hmm. there are a lot of interesting people here who um, are interested in out-of-the-ordinary things. Yeah. But, hmm, but I've read somewhere, but isn't that, like, a lot of weird people come to... Japan, though, like foreigner-wise. I mean, <laughs> there were more interesting people in in when I was in Vietnam too. Oh, just mostly eccentric slash weird people. Yeah, travel right. So there's that. I think so. Mm. I mean, here, think about it. We've got, we've got a. a what does she write? She writes science fictional erotica. Yeah, a science fictional erotica writer. Who can dance samba? <laughs> we gotta have her on here at some point. Yeah, sure. All right, we've got a Norwegian manga artist. Norwegian manga artist who just makes <laughs> crazy outbursts and is hilarious. Yeah, I fucking love. Uh, I love Robin. And then um, what else? What else? Uh, paralegal who's gonna maybe German paralegal who's gonna ma maybe marry a Korean. Um, what's shochu baron or something? <laughs> what's a paralegal? What's a paralegal? Paralegal is like a like a, a lawyer. No, it's like someone who knows about law. Oh. Okay. But they, I don't know if they consult or if they write more shit. I think paralegals write more. Write more, okay. I don't know. That's not my thing. German paralegal is gonna marry a shochu baron. It's <laughs> shochu baron. Yo, she she <laughs> that's what it is. She showed me the the bottle, by the way, mm -hmm. on on Friday last Friday night, and then and then I started seeing the bottle everywhere. I'm like, that's they have a, it's a company. Damn. Bro. Yeah. Right. It's okay. And he asked her to marry. He asked her to marry him via text. <laughs> it's just so, like, where else are you gonna get shit like this? And I haven't been in a community like this since high school. It's a, it's a first for me too. Mm. <laughs> we gotta get more people on. We had Travis. Yeah. He's got. He's probably got really interesting stories too, because he's from the Philippines, mm. and his family's all over the world, right? And then. Yeah. You know, but he's doing programming and stuff. It's always interesting talking to people from different backgrounds. Yeah. Sometimes the expats are the most, you know, exciting. <laughs> Part of traveling, which is kind of sad. Like, I was talking to Jan about it, mm -hmm. and he was like, why would you just get caught in the trap of talking to people from other countries if you're in Japan? Why are you in Japan? But I'm like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting question. I used to ask people that when I was in Vietnam. Oh. Yeah. Why talk to expats? Why talk to expats? Why not just talk to nationals? Yeah. But I don't know. It's fun. I'm going to talk to who... To who 
ever comes my my way. Yeah. So then, if it's a Japanese or if it's an expat, so so be it. Right on. All right, shall we end? Yeah, sure. Okay. It sounds ready for work. Yeah. Cool. Good episode. <laughs> so this.